have wisdom if you don't have knowledge about something. Are you hear what I'm saying? You don't know, you can't tell me, well, this is wise when you don't know it. So wisdom is the fruit of knowledge. Amen. So he said, but the tree of knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day you eat of it, you shall surely die. One thing I want you all to understand something. When you are trying to attain knowledge, ending in yourself, you'll always get in trouble. Knowledge is taught. Knowledge is, you, you have to, you grow into knowledge. You grow into knowledge. Knowledge is taught. Knowledge is not self-attainment. Because you can only get as much knowledge as you can handle for the time you're in. Everybody have a portion of what? Faith. Everybody have a portion of grace. Why? Because depending on how much you can handle. I won't teach a, my child the knowledge of uh, 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 certain things in the world before his time. Because knowledge pre-time can hurt you. It can destroy you. And so sometimes when you're trying to get and attain a thing, when you're not, you're, listen to me, when you're trying to attain something pre the development of solar architecture, this is what we don't understand about Adam and Eve. A lot of us say that we're trying to get like Adam. No, we were not. Adam had to grow, at, listen to me, had to grow as a soul and learn how to be led by the Spirit. That's why God used to have to visit him to train him. Read your Bible. Adam was a man. He was a soul. He was the same as us. Wondering, why am I here? So God will come to the cool of the day and teach him and train him. Help him understand that you are able to eat all of this. But don't you touch that. Because if you touch that child. Mm. Wow, that's good. That's why many children and many traumas have come over our life. Because we was exposed to stuff too early before our time. Sometimes the harm of your life is because what you understand too early. And when the heart is not prepared, the mind and the soul is not prepared for some of this stuff that's coming to your soul. That's why you can't give everybody too much information before their time. Because it takes them off the equilibrium of what they really know and how, what to do with the information. It's one thing I got to go, what to do with is another thing. That's why many people grow up in trauma and depression and different things and you don't know what happened because they was exposed before their yeah. wow. so I want y'all to understand this and don't get this wrong God never didn't want them not to have the, the, the tree God listen to me it wasn't about the sin of listen it wasn't about the sin of the knowledge of good and evil he wanted them to get it but his way There are things that God is trying to get to you, but because you're still stuck in the way you want to get it, the perversion of trying to attain knowledge has caused you to be so prideful without even realizing. That's what happened to the devil. That's what happened to Lucifer. He, wow. he started to get knowledge about some stuff. Yeah. God started sharing some secrets to him, wow. and he started feeling himself about what he had. Wow. That's why maturity is not always pleasant, because when you can see, it's a dangerous thing. 
why some of y'all are not trusted with sight. Oh, we're going to have a real conversation this morning. Y'all ready? That's why some of you are not trusted with sight because you allow yourself to start believing in your own lie. You start smelling yourself, believing your own beauty, believing that you got yourself on there. And you say, ah, yeah, we're going to have to work on that soul a little more. Because until I can deal with you, test you in your faith, and see if you can handle stewardship of my word, there are some things you're going to kill yourself if I allow you to continue to go. God loved them so much, watch this, that he didn't allow Adam even to kill his own self. He said, if you would have touched that tree in that fallen state, it wasn't about your sin and I kicked you out. It was if you would have touched that tree, I would have had to deal with this eternally. Fallen state, that's why we had a second Adam. Oh. I got to see how much I can give y'all this morning. See, see, what, what, what we have to understand is God is love. And listen to me, watch this. There was no law in the beginning. Now, y'all going to have to talk with me because I'm going to say some stuff here, but you're going to have to grow up real quick. Because I'm still after that law in you, in us too. So he said, listen, but the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. Why? Because you're going to have a, the thing that's in you is going to be too powerful for you to even understand how to deal with it. And you might see, watch this, because you understand the good and evil, you're going to see the end and try to crucify yourself. Because you see Jesus in the end and put yourself on the cross. Oh. So I can't let you crucify yourself before time because it's not from my instructions. It's from your own. All right, I gave y'all a snippet, but I'm going to close that. So, but the tree of knowledge is good and evil, which means the knowledge that God is trying to get you to, he has to grow you up into. Well, God, I want to understand. I want to understand. But I have to grow you up into. Because right now, I allowed you to, I allowed you embryonic things to understand and you handle it wrong. I, I allowed you a couple of souls. You, you're praying for a school of souls. You're praying for, a, you're praying for your business for souls. You're praying for all these souls. But I'm allowing you around them and I'm showing you. I'm showing you how you perceive souls. So I don't think you're ready for what you're really praying for. I got to grow you into the knowledge of who I am before you can attain what you can, what you need to sustain. Are y'all getting this? I'm going to try to slow down because I don't want to jump hoops. Then the Lord said, behold, the man has become like what? What do you mean, God, like one of us? The man has become like one of us. Watch this. To know good and evil, and now at least he put his hand and take up also the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord sent him out of the garden to, to till the ground for which he was taken. 
Now, what God is saying, I couldn't allow him to touch that tree of, of life. Because the sin, the nature of evil would have taken over that seed forever. So God had to press, uh-oh, I need a substitute button. This shows us that sometimes we are reaching for things quicker than we learning to walk with God. And what we don't understand is there are some things that if you try to get too quickly without the development, you're going to cause yourself to burn out. You're going to cause yourself to crucify self. And God is saying, I need you to continue to walk with me step by step. Step by step. Don't go beyond your level of grace. Don't go beyond your level of place and space in my grace. Are you understand what I'm saying? Now, I can access as much as God as I want. Somebody say I can access, access as much as God as I want. Which means I can go as fast as I want by faith. But I can only go as fast as I want by faith, by faith, by faith, grace comes. Somebody say by faith. All that I may know him. And so we can only attain the level that we can be restrained by faith. Amen? Amen? All right. So God is saying, I want y'all to be imitators. I want you to be imitators of me. Uh-oh, did I lose the PowerPoint? Thank you. You know what? I lost the PowerPoint and lost my, my, my notes too. All right. We got both of them. That's all right. Hit the next one for me. Oh, I have it. All right. Hallelujah. So the Bible says, I want you to understand something. Somebody say pride. Pride. Pride is at the root of all that we do out void of God. Somebody say pride. 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 The Bible says pride goes before the fall. Pride goes, pride, pride. Pride goes before destruction and haughty spirit before a fall. Which means a lot of times to, to really inhabit the wisdom of God, you have to be tested in submission to him. Many times God don't entrust you with souls to see beyond the face value because of how you're going to handle them when you do see. How are you handling people with what you do see? Well, I see the obvious. And I'm going to tell you something about yourself. And while you're telling them about themselves, God is saying, you're not ready yet, just yet. Because you're allowing pride to cause you to believe you're wise in what I'm trying to do. And that has nothing to do with what I'm doing. The first thing I am is love. And if you're not speaking truth in love, Truth and grace. If you don't have grace in your what you're saying, with, by an oracle, by saying it through an oracle, which means I have to be saying what you're trying to say. Are you waiting for God to say something before you tell people with, about themselves? Are 
Are you waiting for the Spirit of God to rest on your lips, rest on your heart, rest on your mind before you revelate, demonstrate, accelerate? <laughs> Somebody say, wait on him. Let me say, pride goes before destruction. Pride is the root of wrong responses. Pride is the root of wrong responses. Every time you look at some, somewhere I responded wrong, you will always find pride there. I said this before, pride is not only haughtiness. Pride can be insecurity also. Because insecurity says, I am still insecure. It's, I'm looking within, I'm looking at myself. And I'm securing myself based on what I feel about myself. So I'm judging myself by myself and I'm insecure. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So insecurity could be a security itself. Moses, did I tell you that because you can't speak, don't do what I just told you to do? Well, God, you know, you know I'm not able to do all of that. <laughs> God is trying to get us to what you're praying for. Everything that you've been praying for, God is trying to get that to you. But if we have the wrong perspective about his intentions for your life, and your intentions don't line up with his will, we are all going to be in a mess. Somebody say intentions. Because when you don't understand his intention for you, it's hard to trust in him in the hard places. Somebody say in the hard places. I don't know which salvation we heard that nothing was going to be a problem when you became a Christian. The only way you know a marriage will be successful because how they handle the hard places. The only way you know somebody is a real friend is how they handle my hard places. The only way you know somebody is for you is how they handle the hard places. But it's something about believers today is when I get in a hard place, God, I'm not too sure about who you are. I'm not too, you know what? I'm not too sure about that trust thing. You know, I'm going to go ahead and grab on my plan B. That wasn't even supposed to be there. Somebody say, throw it away. If God be before you, whether I have it all or don't have it at all. I, what I'm trying to get y'all to understand is somebody is still controlling your decisions. Somebody is still regulating your actions. Adam and Eve had everything in the garden. The problem with them is they were still embryonic in understanding. They had everything, but God had to teach them what they had. So they didn't try to attain something void of the instruction of God. Which means when I attain something void of the instruction of God, I attain it and I violate it. The very 
anything that God is trying to get me to understand. Anything that's, uh, listen to me, sin starts with how you believe. It has nothing to do with the fruit of sin. Somebody say, I got to believe right. To do right. Which means until you learn to believe right, you'll never do right. Don't look at your not doing right. Look at your what you believe in. You know what's so interesting about, about Christians today? We start believing in that. I believe there's a doctrine of the devil in the church today. We allow people to say, well, you know, don't judge me. I know I don't do right, but don't judge me. God's grace. Do you know the Bible says, if, 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 if you love me, why you don't do what I say? I get you're working through things, but I, I do just need to know if I am continuing in this lifestyle and I don't turn around to, to, to change the narrative in the heart story of my life, do I really want God? God has died for you, and what he's trying to help you understand is come out of all your excuses of why you can't serve me, of why you think you can't come to me, get out of the law of those things, and I want you to understand what I really died for. What I died for is you to come to me freely because I already dealt with sin. Somebody say he's dealt with sin. If Jesus dealt with sin, why are you still thinking you're a sinner? You pray like a sinner. You know what's so interesting? He said, listen, he said, if, if you die with the law, I'm going to have to judge you by, y'all catch this, ready? If you die with the law, I'm going to have to judge you by the law that you created. <laughs> but if you were in sin, you just messed up and you, you was really towards me and you died without the law, I don't know what you're talking about. Which means most of us, what we are holding against our growth has nothing to do with God. It has to do with the law that you created. Well, I'm praying for this, but God, you know, I have one, two, three, what I did and why I might not be ready for that. And you hold that. So you hold yourself hostage to your own law. And what people have to do is train you to break each one of them down. Because the reality of it is, if you understood what the cross really did, you'll learn how to keep that law off of you. I messed up, but guess what? He said, listen to me, I hold nothing against Christians. Listen to me, there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, which means when I mess up, I just get back up again and keep on schooling. When I mess up, I repent. Godly repentance, because I, not godly repentance because of what I did, Godly repentance say, God, you died for me. You don't, you don't even look at me like that. And thank you. You know what? I'm going to turn my life around because I can't do it myself anyway. So let me go ahead and stay back on track with you. And I throw away condemnation. I throw away what I did. I throw away my past because I'm not holding on to the law. I am free. Who the Son set free is free indeed. So why are you crying over spilled milk? Woo. That's good. 
Well, I'm still stuck because of this. I'm still sick because of this. See, see, the problem is you have created your own law. Do y'all know God didn't want even Moses to do those, the Ten Commandments? Oh, I don't have time to get into that. All right, let's keep going here. So, so pride. Somebody say pride. Pride. What pride does is see wrong and, uh, the wrong others have done. Never identify, uh, uh, emphasizes with the hurts, wounds, and of others' weaknesses. Admit no wrong, rather be right, uh, then have a relationship. Justify wrong attitude by being right. Excuses and justify its bitterness, resentment, unloving attitude to others, cold love. See, see, see what, what we have to realize is pride can be dangerous because it, it, it excuses itself out of the reality of what love really is. Well, many of y'all say it's wise. Isn't it wise to do this and isn't it wise to do that? Do y'all know the Bible says wisdom from above? Do I have that in here? Let, let, let's see. I, I think I do. Let me see. Maybe I don't. The Bible says wisdom from above is first pure. Somebody say pure. 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 Here we go, right here. James 3. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your what? Hearts. If you have bitter envy and what? Self-seeking. Which means every time you are offensive, watch this, or defensive, you will find self-seeking. We're still talking about communication. I think sometimes y'all like, I thought we're talking like, no, we are. You're missing it. Because the reality of it is, until you realize what's going on in here, you'll never get the art of communication. The reality of it is, because you still don't have your identity sealed in him, you don't know your identity is sealed in him, you're still looking for a response out of them. And when it don't meet what you don't like, you clap back. Thank you, sister. That's right. You don't hold your phone. You clap back. Some of y'all don't clap back. You slap back. Hey! Ooh, they don't know me today. Say, y'all better leave that woman alone. Some of the most clap back people are Christians. I, I used to work with one. She'll tell me about the goodness of Jesus and on the other side, cursing somebody dead out right in fire. And I'm not judging, you know, if God word, but, but, but what you got to understand is the, the, the problem is not with them. It's because you still have some things that you're self-seeking. Some of you serve other people because of what you think, the, watch this, the goodness of your righteousness you think is giving you. You're not serving them because you love them with the God love. You're serving them because you think it's giving you a, a check mark of righteousness. So you do it out of obligation. That's good. Well, I did the right thing. See, see the response is, see, see well, I did that. See, if you, watch it, watch it, watch it. If you come to a place and you say you did something and you didn't get the result that you liked, what happens is you respond wrongly and say, well, I tried that, which means it wasn't it wasn't you in the first place because you just tried something. You're revealing yourself in the trying. And which exposed it wasn't you. Mm. Ain't that something our heart be lying to? And we, we, we're telling it and we don't even realize we tell it on ourselves. 
But I tried that. So it means you were trying on them. Because question, if it was for if it was you, you wouldn't even be here talking about this right now. Now that don't mean we don't sometimes we don't need help explaining things, but what I want you to understand, sometimes the heart is very deceitful. And when you don't understand how to keep your mind transformed. You allow the roots of bitterness to spring up and then start defiling your answers, defiling even what you think you believe about God, even defile the faith that you think you have in God. All right. Are y'all getting something out of this? Yeah. For where envy and self-seeking is confusion and every evil thing are there. But the wisdom is from above is first what? Pure. They're peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy, of good fruit, without uh, partiality, and without hypocrisy. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make. Which means, watch this, if you're a hypocrite, be careful. Once again, if you're judging people by their sin, we're going to judge sin. Because you mess up every month, but they mess up every week. You judge them on their weekly mess up, but nobody judges you on your monthly mess up. <laughs> Y'all ready to be real, real, real? Then? See, I, I mess up sometimes. I turn my affections on some weak places, but you, you mess up all the time. God said, if you're going to judge sin, let's judge sin. Don't, don't dispute sin if you want to judge sin. I never told you to judge sin. I told you to judge them by freedom. The fact that people stay in sin is because they don't believe, they don't know that they can come to me, even in their sin. Y'all missed the last part. They don't know they can come to me in their sin. Because you can't take it away from, you can't take it away from yourself. So how in the world are you going to get it off of you? Come to me, come to me. Yet while you were the sinner, I, I still died. I want you to understand that. Yet while you sinned, I still saw you from what I created. Yet while you still in your mess, I still haven't gave up on you. But I'm not going to leave you where you are. I got to keep working with people and placing it. I got to keep provoking and pinching and pushing and, uh, and, and, and making things happen here and allowing things to happen here and making. See, because I got to wake you up. Because I know you. You like to get comfortable. And when you're comfortable, you don't get up. You got that remote in your hand. Uh -uh, you stand right there. But I didn't choose you out of millions and millions of cells for you to be what you think you're going to be. I want you to think what I thought you to be. Above all else, what I think. I wish that you prosper. Be in good health, even as your solar architecture prosper. 
which means I'm trying to get your soul together. I'm trying to get your soul together, which means if you're not allowing my spirit to lead you in your day-to-day -day life, that means your soul is still in charge. That's why you say even let the little children keep, keep the utensils clean, keep them clean. So it's going to be a good use. Because God want to use you. But he don't want to mix you with him. All right. Somebody say wisdom. The wisdom of God is pure, which means if anybody tell you I got wisdom and they ugly in their responses, it's not wisdom. Excuse me. It's perverted wisdom. It's wisdom, but it's perverted. Y'all know the enemy? The Bible says the world is wiser than those who in the... The Bible says the world is wiser than those who are in... Now, why are they wiser? Because they're attaining things pervertedly. What was supposed to be yours, they have, because you don't believe what you really have, but they believe what they have, and because you believe that they have what you need, you go on, go on in their wisdom. Oh, let's keep going. So the Bible is trying to help us to understand anytime you're self-seeking, you won't see. Our problem right now is, is not what we think it is, it's how we see. What do you see? What do you see when you see my souls? What do you see when you see those in your house? What do you see when you see my children? What do you see when you see the pain and the strain and the, uh, the things in life? What do you see? Somebody said, what do you see? Now, I want y'all to understand something because if we, God can tell if you have him by what you see. That's why he rebuked one of the servants. He said, why didn't you do something with what I gave you? That's why he said in the end, the last days, people are going to say, Lord, Lord, didn't I do, 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 do? And he said, you didn't even see, 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 see. You did based on principle. I was trying to make you do based on revelation so you can see. How many of y'all know sight is very important? It's so important. The reason, watch this, why you don't even see what you're praying for is because you can't see. Many times we want God to do stuff the way we perceive it, the way I see it. God, you said you was going to make a way. You didn't even know the way was right there, but you handled them wrong. What if the way was going to come through them, but because an angel, God sent an angel, was right there about to give you something, but you couldn't see because you had an attitude that day. You wasn't, you wasn't for it today. You was waiting till you get to church to get all that. It's so interesting that Christians want all of what God has, 
But we can't hold him long enough to see what he's trying to get us. We can't hear him long enough to perceive what he's trying to bring us into. Come on, can you hold the, it ain't about just coming to church. When you leave those doors, can you hold the mind of Christ? Let this mind be in you. I don't want to have a carnal conversation. Can you see? What do you see? Do you know your sight will regulate your life? Your sight regulates your life, which means when you can see, nothing can stop you. The reason why enemies, you, you perceive that they're stopping you because you still can't see. What you perceive as an enemy was supposed to be a growth mechanism to take you in your maturation process to what you're supposed to see. If you don't see the miracle, the miracle don't come. You're still waiting on God to meet it, and he's already met it. If you don't see the money, the money don't come. You're still praying for the resources, and he said the resources is in a holding pattern waiting for your faith. If you don't see the relationship make and manifest it, how... If you don't see it, you become like a Gentile. He said, don't pray like them because they pray and they don't even know me. They pray like this. Jesus, 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 make a way, make a way. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, slow down. Based on how you even pray and telling me, you still don't understand me. Because I already made a way. It's telling me you're not understanding the sequence of your life. You are the proportion of what you receive in your life. Say this with me. I am the proportion or the portion of what I'm going to receive in my life. The kingdom is with It's in you. You don't, watch this, have problems in life. You have a problem with this in life. You have a problem thinking. You have a problem seeing. Somebody say sight. Let me, let me help some of y'all because it looks like I lost some of y'all when I said something about your prayer life. What, what I'm saying is you, God said pray about all things, all times. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? Come on, I can see you. I can see you. Am I praying wrong? Come on, let, let's bring some clarity there. All right, here we go. Let's slow down. A person that know their God allows themselves to pray in sequence of what they can't do, not what God already told them to do. It's like I give my son the freedom to go make eggs. I say, son, you, you can go make eggs yourself. You're old enough now. And he come keep asking me, can I go make eggs? Why are you praying to me about making eggs and I told you, you you're old enough now, go make eggs? Mm, okay. You don't have to pray to me for what I already told you you can go do. Mm, okay. I've already graced you there. So you spent an hour telling me what you wanted to do when I already told you you can do it. The fact that you can see it already gave you the license to be it. What do you see? Which means when I can see 
already have license to start walking towards it. We've learned in the church world to pray for what we already have. God said, you still praying for that? You still praying about that bill? I've met that bill five times. You still praying about that same bill? Come on, don't get offended with me. Come on, we're going to grow up today. Are you understanding sequence in me? Or are you still looking at me as a provider? And when I don't provide, we got a problem. Or provide the way you think I didn't provide. Because if you really understood me, you would be thankful every day for me. Instead of looking at what's not happening, you'll be so thankful, you'll be looking at what is happening, and through that, the overflow of my joy, of my holy, the, the, of the anointing, will overflow you day by day, and you'll never run out of what you need. Somebody say, I want the overflow. Are y'all getting anything out of this? Out of the ground, the Lord formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. Which means God has already knew what he'll call them. He wanted to see if he saw the same thing he saw. Somebody say, what do you see? Many of us thought Adam named the animals. No, God, listen to me, it was in God's first. It was in the mind of God to see what he would name, to see what he would call them. Which means God is seeing what you're calling stuff. <laughs> Somebody say, I need sight. Come on, say, Lord, open my eyes. Yeah, what are you calling stuff? Thank you. Oh, that's broken. Oh, that's not good. Oh, they are just this. Oh, this and that. Oh, life and death is in the power of the tongue. Yes. I told you to choose life. Moreover, Jeremiah, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah saying, What do you see? Somebody said, What do you see? And I said, I see a branch of almond tree. Then the Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I am ready to perform my word. Which means when God tests your sight and you see what he sees, he said, I'm ready to sign off on it. The reason why we don't have many things signed off on, because you're not aligned with what he sees. And when you start aligning with what he sees, he says, nothing too hard for that. Go ahead, I'll sign your check. Oh, Jesus, help us today. There is so much that he's trying to get to you. But the problem is, you're trying to still get to you. That's what is called fear, safety. The Bible says there's no fear in love. But perfect love cast out what? Which means when I'm in alignment with God in perfect love, I will not fear. God has a call, called us to attain. But not only attain faith, he wants us to sustain faith. Somebody say sustainable faith. Sustainable faith. And when you learn how to sustain faith, you learn how to walk in alignment with the Holy Spirit. 
And day by day, the Holy Spirit is not just for church. Your tongue is not just for your Sunday and Wednesday. Some of you need to learn some tongues for a business idea. Some of you need to learn some tongues for what God has already told you, and you need some boldness in your spirit. Some of you need some tongues. Come on. See, we only think tongues in church. And when I come to church, Pastor, hey, we got we sound so good. Y'all know we got the church model and we got our model when we get at home. You got two faces. If you know me, you're gonna get the same face when you get home. Which means you try to give me a corner conversation, then I'm a smile. But sometimes if you catch me in my silliness, we, we just won't go there. God is trying to see, can I trust you in the times that the you that want to perform in front of them. God, God is wanting to trust you. Somebody say you want to trust me. In a marriage, you want to be trusted. What do you see? It's very interesting. God said, you say you love me, but you hate your brother because you don't learn how to see your brother. You say you're not seeing me. You say you love me, but look how you, look how you, depending on who it is, look how you respond to that. You're not getting it. We were supposed to tell by how we treat people, how much, where we were with God in faith. Not the opposite. We've made it the opposite that they need God and I'm okay. They, they made me respond like that. Really? Jesus, look like we need another hour when I said it. Y'all all looked at me like, they, they did. <laughs> oh, Lord, we, we, need to start, we need to start over here. All right. Hallelujah. <laughs> well, I said y'all feel like, they did. So, so people become your God now. Or could it be because of the grace that you don't understand about you, you, you don't see it in them? Maturity is I don't think for my, listen to me, I think not for on my own. I think by the Spirit of God, which means everything that I filter uh, my life through is through Him. So it's not what I think, it's not what I guess, it's not what I, it's what he thinks. You can trace back every wrong response back to the lack of love in you, not in them. Because if you don't see it in you, how in the world are you going to, well, I see they don't got God, but what about you? That's why you're responding like that. Are y'all getting this? Our responses should prove to us that we need more of his love. And not only that we need more of his love, our responses should prove to us why we're not entrusted into the next realm. Because if you treat them there right there, when I give you more of that,
So God told Adam, the knowledge that I, you had just took for yourself, it was irresponsible. Now you're dealing with something of good and evil. Now your children killing each other. Because you just perverted the way before time. Which means, watch this, when you get the letter too quick without understanding it, you kill. Don't that make sense now? The letter what? You know why the letter kills, but it's too quick? Because you have learned church and doctrine. You haven't learned him. Many people know a lot of scripture, a lot of doctrine. They can quote you up and down, but they don't know him. See, some of y'all like, that's kind of strong saying they don't know him. They don't know him. He said, if you knew me, you wouldn't be hating your brother. That's what your Bible says, which means when you can hate your brother, but you can quote every scripture, you still don't know me. I don't care because you prophesy. I don't care because you give to the poor. I don't care because you occasionally do the right thing. If you have not loved, The Bible says, a new commandment I give you that love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, all men know that you are my disciples. If you have what? How do, you, how do people know you're disciples? If you what? Love one another. Love one another. Not on occasion. You become love. Somebody say, I become love. Now, if you say, how do I do that? That's a good question. Not making excuses for why you have not been that. Amen? How do I do that is a good question because now that tells me I need to learn God in those facets of why I'm not loving. Amen? Last scripture, Galatians 5.13. For you, brethren, have been called to what? Liberty. Somebody said liberty. liberty. You've been called to freedom. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another, which means there is a liberty in God that when you understand it, you are not bound by anything. But he's saying when you're not bound by anything, not even sin, not even condemnation, all that stuff, I want you to learn to love. Somebody say love. Watch this. This is going to answer every question in your life. For all the law, somebody say law. Law. Which means just because you didn't commit adultery didn't mean you, you obeyed the law. Wow. For all the law is fulfilled in this one word. You ready? Even in this, you shall love your neighbor as you love you, which means if you not, have not learned to love your neighbor, that doesn't tell anything about your neighbor. It tells how much you love. You can put it on bill, so I'm done. 
for the church to transform what we're called to transform. We have to learn how to love ourselves. Sometimes we in our minds accept the form of Christianity before we accept the love of God for ourselves. That's why it's easy to come in here and perform and go home the same. What is it proving that you're trying to prove in front of people that you're not growing even in your own life? Why let people stop you from your growth? The Bible says if you love the world, the love of the Father can't be in you. This is why. You still love the systems of the world. You still love the patterns of the way you do it. And I'm not listening to me. God, tell, listen, there's responsibilities that I have, but the problem with even our responsibilities, we're still not keeping the divine line mind in Christ. There's more to you than this. Say that with me. There's more to me than this. How many of y'all feel like there's more of you than this? Now, won't you understand something? There are benefits of God that you, you can die saved without the benefits. But he said, don't forget the benefits. If you want benefits, there's more to you than this. You're going to have to learn how to walk by faith and not by sight. You have to learn how to walk by the Spirit. And not walk after the flesh. But it's not always just about, watch this. It's not always just about the leading of the Spirit. Watch this. You have to learn who God is. The leading of the Spirit will lead you and guide you into all truth of who He is. Not into everything that you think you are for where you're going. you got to understand something. God is trying to show you him. When you learn to show you him, you can't even pray right until you see him in certain areas. You know, I, I used to, I, I'm, I, 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 I changed the way I teach on prayer a little bit. This is why. I found out until you learn by the inspiration, by inspiration, the word is given by inspiration. Until you're inspired to believe the word of God, you'll never want to pray to a God that you don't know intentions are for you. Start with the love of God. My plans for you is to prosper you, to give you a hope and a what? Future. Are you, listen, I want you to understand something. Do you really know that God has everything in your life is for you? College students, do you really know that everything that you're waiting for is in God? You know why I get on my college students? Because we study 10 books, but we can't get one. Can we be honest? Come on, let's talk about it. 
Don't stone me. Y'all gonna come back. I love you. I'm gonna find you. You got one book to study. But you're into the world. I know I used to be there too. Next book. Studying and putting it in. And grain, ingraining the doctrine in your mind. Just think if you did that with the word of God. You'll be something to reckon with. But we've allowed ourselves to say, well, it's okay. The grace. And God is saying, you study all those, but you can't do one. Somebody say responsibility. There's a point when I get married and we have googly eyes. I love you. I love you. And the priest is saying, I'm, gl I'm glad you got that love stuff, but I'm coming. For better or for worse. For rich or for poor. Watch it. To death do you part. Go, I know y'all got the googly stuff going on, but I want you to say, where are we going right now? We're in this section of the service, this section of the covenant, where it's not about googly eyes or even love. This one is about commitment, and it's about a yes beyond what's going on. This one says that you understand this is for better or for worse. When hard times come, you're right there. God says, some of you came to the altar with me with googly eyes. Lord, I just love you. Oh, we just give you all. And that's good. But he said, when I married you, for better or for worse, for richer or for poor, to death do us. But he said, every time I go home with you, you walk out on me. What's going on? Why are you walking out on me when I thought we were married? Why do you keep taking your ring off, yielding your affections to the world? And then you go home and put it back on and grab your Bible when you come to church. I wanted to know you in the most secret places of your life. I wanted to wake up and, and you, I wanted to smell your little dirty breath. Oh yeah, that's warfare. Come on, bring me that warfare. You didn't bring that crest toothpaste. You, you understand? I wanted, I wanted that. But you give your phone one. You give your phone. More attention than you give me. You turn your affections to that TV. Some of y'all don't need cable. Turn it off. Yeah, I said it. You watch more movies and you don't have time for God. What pastor is trying to do is teach you because what happens is what we want is the men of God to bring down fire in heaven when we come so we can feel something to get a high and go home and do the same until it's time for the next high. Get me up, pastor. When I get in trouble, you gotta be there. But the responsibility of a believer 
is to stay in the maturation process of leadership of the body so you could be lacking nothing that's what your Bible says so you are lacking if anyone lacks they need wisdom if I'm lacking anything in my life I don't watch this I'm lacking wisdom wisdom of what wisdom of God how do I get wisdom knowledge I need to know him amen I'm going to pray over you this morning. And I'm going to pray that God be the source of your life. When God becomes your source, there is no resource that is beyond your ability to attain. And I hear what I'm saying. Your trust in the world is what's causing you not to accelerate in the things that God really wants to get you to now. When you become free, you say stay free. When you know the truth, stay free. Amen. Stand to your feet if you can. Being imitators of God is learning to walk in the Spirit, walk by the Spirit. And he said, you walk by the Spirit, you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. You shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Somebody say, the flesh want to be fulfilled. I want you to understand that every day your flesh is hunger to be fulfilled. And you got to make a decision and say, okay, flesh... You got to shut up. Uh, uh, listen to me. I'm going to have to crucify you. Because the flesh, watch this. The soul leads the flesh. The flesh follows the soul. So God said, I'm trying to train your soul by my spirit within you. And when I train your soul by my spirit within you, now, even when you're not leading by my spirit, your soul and your architecture have the principle of me already. So you still need me. You are more spiritual than you think. Whether you know it or not. Your problem is not a problem. Your problem is an opportunity to grow. Somebody say, my problem is an opportunity to grow. Lift your hands right now. You got a God that's defeated every enemy of your life. Your problem is with something.